I've got it. Hello. That's all right. Let me try starting video. There we go. Hi. Is there audio? Is that working? Yeah. Okay, cool. I'm just going to do that check. I'm going to With get a the pencil. um, Hang on a sec. pencil. Where's my pencil? Where is the pencil? Where is the pencil? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm Sad going to to say. bed. Anyway, how are you? I'm really tired. Oh. Yeah, I'm just really tired. Yeah. Uh, it's that, I don't know, it's near the end of the year. Um, I, I had a realisation this week that what I thought was like a really difficult time of the year for the students, a lot of exams, especially at college, the year 11 and 12, and I, uh, I always get feel burnt out. Um, I think I realised this week that it's not not that, it's that it's when, as soon as we start, going what's everyone doing every day for the next two months and writing making notes of all the events school events for both kids and my school and all that stuff where i'm like that's why i get overwhelmed at this time it's all anticipatory stuff of like oh Yeah. god Yeah. That's it's it's a bit I very much felt that last year. This year I'm not feeling a lot of that stuff. yeah I think I don't know the um senior students at my new school well enough. Um Right, yes. so I've only known them a year. I know they're going certainly some of the kids that I teach directly, but you know the feeling that that's a whole year group is not there at all. That's different to last year. Yeah. Um, and I'm on top of all my teaching and marking and stuff right now. So I'm feeling, it's weird. I'm feeling calmer than I usually am, but I'm, I have Yeah. a lot less energy right Well, see, now. that's what that's why I realized what it was Mm. because I, I'm the same. I'm on top of my planning and marking and even the students that I case manage. Mm. <laughs> So it must be something else. <laughs> it's not actually that. It's, yeah, I, I don't know. It's, I don't know. The year 12s, I don't really know. They're, they're about to leave. In some weird Right. way, I never taught them. I didn't really teach year 11 last year. Yeah. And I don't teach year 12 this year. So all of a sudden, it's like a whole cohort. They breeze in and breeze out in two years. I know barely any of them. Yeah, that's not much time at all. Think about it like No. that. Yeah. No. So it's intense and then they're gone and then you just start it again. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Feel a bit weird. Did someone just walk up next to you? Good. <laughs> you know why I'm gonna say, why I say good? Why? Because I saw a shadow in the background, Ah. Uh. <laughs> and I was like, "What is that? Did I just see? What is what? What is that on Nick's blinds? Why was there a shadow of a person on the blinds in the background?" Oh, I wish I'd planned that as a prank. <laughs> I was handed handed a Kindle to charge. oh, there Yeah, you go. Kindle. That that was that product placement. No. Sponsored by Kindle. I don't approve of that one. I didn't. Can we bleep that out? <laughs> I had to plug in a beep and then oh what are they talking about what what on earth could it have been
Yeah, that'd be way more fun. Uh, so what's it, what, is, what is it like? You're in a new school. Mm. It's the end of the term. Oh, you know, it's getting towards the end of the year. You don't really yeah. know this, like you said, the the senior students, you know, some yeah. of them, but not all of them. Yeah. Is that a weirder experience? Do are you are you expected to attend formals and things like that? Um, I, I mean, I know with a lot of schools these days, it's the you know the teachers that directly have the you know pastoral care contacts, whatever it is, ACE connections with kids. Yeah, they go along to formal stuff, and certainly, I think we have to make indication if we're keen to go. Um, I don't know if I'm keen to go just yet. Yeah. Um, more so to be with other staff to get right. to to get to know other colleagues better. Yeah. Um, I haven't really thought about that. Yet. No. Um, no, because I certainly I... thought about I'm rocking up to the um not the graduation of my past previous school, not the formal thing, but I'm going to go and watch them rock up in their cars and do arrivals. Oh, that's so, cool. Yeah, I'll go and say hi to some students who were in Year Nine when I finished up. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'll do next year because I'm changing schools. So next year yes. I will do the same for the mm. this year's year 11 because I know quite a lot of them. So that's already the plan for next year is that I will go and see their formal. Although like last year I think I, well, I had Betty and I had the best experience where we went and saw an ex-student short films at oh, like Dendy. Yes, yeah. We got all dressed up, red carpet, and then – crash the formal in time for dessert didn't <laughs> didn't have to pay just turned up <laughs> I, I recommend that <laughs> Dude, i'm not sure i can condone that behavior well see we we checked well <laughs> when, when i say we i mean betty because yeah. i didn't yeah. check but she checked <laughs> with about 50 people because she was like yeah. i don't want to get in trouble i'm like you're not going to get in trouble yeah awesome but we might i'm like who's gonna get you in trouble for for turning up Everyone's going to be happy to see you. But, yeah, so she asked every single person, we're we doing this and can we? So then, then she <laughs> knew great. she wasn't going to get in trouble. Yeah, that was good. That was a good way to <laughs> good way to do it. Turn up, <laughs> eat dessert, say hello to everyone, and then leave whenever you want. You're good at doing that. You're good at exiting. Very good. Um, Very good. Exiting celebrations and collaborations. and Yeah, because I don't, I don't understand how you can't be. When you, when you want to go, why don't you just go? I do not know. I've got very good at it since knowing you. Um, and I still recall the first few times where you went, see ya. And I thought it was like, see ya, you're walking off to talk to someone else. And then it's like, what, what? <laughs> but here's my question to like previously then. Mm. Do you get ready to leave before you're ready to leave? You know what I mean? Like I leave because I'm like, I'm, I'm going to leave now. Mm. And so then I leave. But do other people go i want to leave in 20 minutes so i'll start making my leaving begin yeah now. i do that yeah I'd, yeah yeah that's well, what i thought until more recently when it's like i can just do what matt does yeah when people go no yeah. no you've got to stay no no i don't i don't actually <laughs> <laughs> and you know what you're not going to miss me when i go you won't be like oh no matt left where's matt he left oh no the night's over that's it. yeah that's right yeah, yeah. let's all go home there's yeah. no one else to talk to yeah exactly <laughs> So yeah, I don't know. Just I don't I don't wonder where that came from. I don't think I was always like that, I'm pretty sure. Well, I think in truth I was probably the last to leave. <laughs> so yeah, okay. maybe maybe that's all it was. 
just flip the tables. No longer last. That's no right. Last, always Cer- first. Certainly the last one to bed. Um, yeah. Okay. Often not to bed. Yeah. Is it we? I have a feeling you were the same. Yep. Like <laughs> that was always my favorite part of a party when everyone went to bed and it was four o'clock. And you're sitting up with a few people. Yeah. 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 Having absolutely. a chat. Cleaning I, up. I just can't do any of that anymore. No. Why? Why would you? Sounds I, dreadful. I, I, yeah, it does. <laughs> it does. It was like when we were at the presets. Yeah. Recently at the, oh, the yeah. DJ set. It's like, oh, I was so excited beforehand. It, it'll be midnight and then it will be my birthday. Yes. It'll be like the presets on my birthday. And then what, about 10.30, I was like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to make it. And I left before midnight. Yeah. I was like, no, nah, it's time to go. And I rode home. It was fine. You left before midnight. Yeah. And the presets actually said at like 12 o'clock, all right, it's midnight. Um, This is our 20th anniversary like show happy birthday to us and happy birthday to you and then that was the end of the show and i was like and nick could have said hey you were talking to me yeah. <laughs> well the thing is like and the other thing what the other thing was i also got tickets because i had fomo of like it being so awesome yeah that i wouldn't be there for it turning to my birthday and then i just no nah. <laughs> then you left nah, and it would have it was awesome enough. yeah no yeah what yeah 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 and it was awesome it was like wow I had to call out, yeah, no, he left. And they were like, oh, <laughs> he's not here. It's not his birthday. Yeah. That was that was an amazing concert. Um, weird. Like they played, especially towards the end, they just started playing other people's songs in full. You didn't say it was a DJ set. I mean. No. Uh, and they finished with Killing in the Name of. Oh. Which everyone was like screaming along to, like really going <laughs> off, right? And that's I was just, I, I was just like, this is pretty funny. Look at everyone here. They were angry young people. Now they're the, really they're the people that other young people should be shouting at. I'm guessing. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I when we left. I said to Charles, "What that? Don't you didn't find that weird?" And she's like, "What? I go all oh, these people." screaming fuck you i won't do what you tell me and <laughs> getting into their toyota camrys and driving off into the night like just yeah pretty I, pretty I, funny the toyota camry touch yeah. just getting in your lovely cars and driving away <laughs> to your families in the suburbs and being like oh that was rather good wasn't it did listen to a lot of rage against the machine for the next few days which is weird right you think presets let's listen to presets I don't know. I, I don't. I'm not sure that I listen much to music after I've just seen a concert. Yeah, I know what you mean. Although the opposite happens, seeing Billie Eilish. Really? I, yeah, yeah. I listen to her stuff even more after going to that concert. Oh. Did, did that? Did that come through on the microphone? Yeah. Oh no, I heard Melanie a whisper. Just said that was the best concert in the world. Oh. Just, just letting you know, Eleni, you're possibly live on the podcast. Can't hear her. She needs to get on mic. Tell her to come on mic. Do you want to come on mic? No, she does not want to come on oh, mic. Okay. Okay. Right. Yeah. Well, it sounded pretty good. So, have you? Has does your um, charming daughter um, has she avoided the Taylor Swift fanaticism? Yeah, not, 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 um, not a big, not a huge fan. Right. Fr- friends are. 
Yeah. Ones are. Um. Uh. I think she appreciates her music. Right. And um. But like, wasn't wasn't super keen to go see a concert live or whatever. Would have got like me. Would have gone if somebody said he's a ticket to Taylor Swift. Yep. Be there. Be there in an instant. But really. Yep. Yep. Just I would for totally the experience. Go see that perform- yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um. Absolutely. Uh. But try and destroy days like I have in the past trying to get <laughs> tickets to bands that I really want to see and yeah. artists that I really want to see. No. Yeah. No. It's it's been like pretty continuous what the tickets came out in June, I want to mm. say. It's 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 still so far Sorry, away. Swifties. We're gonna it's gonna be so many incorrect facts and dates. And... No, it's no I I we got tickets so I know when I bought them oh, and I know true. how many months I've listened to them yeah. and I know how many months I've got to go. Every now and then I ask Google how many days until yeah. February 26th, just so it will do a little countdown for us. But, yeah, it's fine. She's fine. Of course she's fine. But, <laughs> oof, like, I, I have got to the point where I'm like, can we play some different songs? Stop <laughs> playing the concert playlist on Spotify. Oh. She's got 12 albums or something. I don't care. Just put some other songs on. And they went to the movie. They both of them went to the movie okay. last oh, week. Oh, really? Yeah. Even though they're... Yeah. I... Mm. Okay. Wouldn't you, though, if you were, like, 12? Like, you're... Because you're, you're like me. You're like, no, you've got to curate an experience here. But they're not. They're like, hey, there's a movie at the cinema where people get up and dance and sing along and scream their... And it's not like a movie. It's not like a normal movie. People have their phones out. Yeah. People just screaming. People just getting up. Yeah. It's a different experience. I was Look, like, yeah, cool. I, I, I mean, this it, this would be an opportune moment to say that when we saw the creator, yeah, at the cinema a week and a bit ago, which I very much enjoyed and was yeah. highly flawed in all kinds of ways, but oh, I wow. ultimately enjoyed it a lot more than I expected. Hmm. Um. In moments of silence, because there are moments of silence, we could hear the Taylor Swift film <laughs> from the neighbouring cinema. Right, yeah. Yeah, we went. I think we went and saw Past Lives and it was the same. Mm. I think Oppenheimer might have been playing next door. Yep. And, you know, Christopher Nolan likes a bit of bass in his movies. Yes, so there was yep. a bit of that. There was a few explosions going off. Mm. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it, that they haven't worked that out yet. Like, what if you're watching a movie that has a lot of silence in it? Um, I'm pretty sure for uh, that weird witch possession film, which I can't remember the name of. Yeah. You know, like that, do you know, do you know the one I'm talking about? The Australian one filmed overseas. Yes. Yeah? What was that called? I don't know, but I know exactly what, what incredible, you... What incredible just, tape we're recording. Let's just pause there so we can yeah. look it up because it's a really good movie and lots of people should watch it. Australian witch movie. You won't be alone. You won't be alone. There we go. Hang on. Let me just do this. All right. So what was the movie, Nick? You Won't Be Alone. You Won't Be Alone. Yes. If you haven't seen You Won't Be Alone, then find it and watch it. It's so unusual. It's beautiful. It's like lyrical and and very moody. And it's you think, oh, I'm going to watch this horror movie about this shape-shifting demon and then you're like oh that's not what i expected this is about what it is to be a human 
Okay. Yeah. And also, I can hear the movie next door because <laughs> yeah. there's lots of quiet. Anyway, that's that's why we. <laughs> yeah. Someone described it as like horror made by Terrence Malick, and I got really annoyed because Terrence Malick tends to annoy me. I don't like just because you have lots of shots of people touching plants and grain and things. <laughs> it doesn't make you deep. Anyway, that's my Terrence Malick thoughts. Thank you. <laughs> I was just nodding along going, yes, that, that analogy, even if flawed, kind of fits. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, so, yeah, when when the music, when it's loud in other cinemas, you'd think that would, you know, maybe don't do that. <laughs> maybe yeah. can you put the quiet movies in the corner? <laughs> maybe just turn the volume down of everything. But of that's everything. me getting old. That's Yeah, right. Well, I mean, you're lucky that you've avoided the Taylor Swift madness of that anyway but yeah oh, they yeah. they went justine so jazz is taking the girls to the concert hmm. and she's excited but she didn't want to see it so she's right. like us i was yeah. like do you really want to see it because i was gonna take noel hmm. and she very nicely said yeah but you don't want to see it and i'm like do you know do you want me to go through all the terrible movies i have taken to you to see in your life <laughs> He's like, you know, it's fine. I'm like, well, I will. Like, you know, I went and saw a movie called Turbo. It's about a snail that races in the Indy 500. Oh, that was yeah, pretty terrible. Yeah. I went and saw Alvin and the Chipmunks 4, Road Chip. Get it? Road Chip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I went and saw a Dora the Explorer movie, live action. That was just someone had written a script and they attached Dora the Explorer to it. This is very clearly what had happened. Um, yeah. And she was like, oh, okay. But then she just said, what if I go with a friend? Can you just drop us off? And I was like, yes, that sounds even better. Oh, yeah. So yeah they both went to see it with groups of friends, and I didn't have to go and see it, and Jazz didn't see it. Because I was I was like, oh, I'll go and watch it. And then I found out like a few days beforehand, like, wait, it's not a behind the scenes. It's just... The concert. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I was like, oh, I don't want to see that. <laughs> that doesn't sound that interesting. It's it's the the conversation I brought up at dinner at our place was um that I got really excited when the Porter's Head live concert toured. Yeah. And I saw it in the cinema. Right. Because I was old enough to love Porter's Head. Yeah. But not old enough to have enough money to be able to buy tickets to the only handful of concerts they played in Australia. Right. So a friend and I went and saw that at Electric Shadows. Right. Wow. I think. I didn't even know they did had a concert. Yeah, it's on DVD. It's streamable. They played it in cinemas. Huh. And it was incredible. And it was just a concert. But it was it was the closest I could get, and it was filled with like not filled, but there were plenty of fans in the cinema as well. It was pretty good experience. So we, I can make all these judgments and throw them all around, but in a couple of weeks, I am going to see Stop Making Sense, which is the Talking Heads. Oh, you're right. Yeah, the remaster film, the remaster of it, yeah. which I've seen, not the remaster, but I've seen that movie four or five times. It's really great. I love it. I'm going to go to the cinema. Let's <laughs> go to the cinema and watch it in a different print. Yeah, and have a good time. So I don't know. People just. Concert movies. There's no dip. Yeah, there's no difference. There's no. There's no reason why no anybody should badmouth 
Taylor Swift live concert no, in the cinema no. if that's happening, which it and is it, like, happening. Like I said, like yeah. when you, you know, what happened? Oh, people got up and dance and you're like, I haven't been in a cinema where people got up and dance and had a yeah. good time. Yeah. We did see, Jazz and I did see, and, and this should be part of the, um, this person should have been part of the marketing, was a, a woman obviously bringing her like four-year-old daughter out of the concert at the end of the movie at the end of the Taylor Swift film. Mm-hmm. And the kid was having a full meltdown and just screaming, I want to go back in. And I was like, that, <laughs> that could be the, like on the poster. <laughs> she didn't want to leave. It goes to two at nearly three hours. Yeah. So that's, yes, taking your children. Oh, I mean, that's a good question. I, I don't know why or what I thought we would talk about, but it certainly wasn't 20 minutes of cinema talk. But what was, can you remember the first movie you took your kids to see and how old they were oh my god no <laughs> off the top of my head no uh no is eleni still there uh, uh so if she's around ask her what the first movie is that she saw i'm hoping it's alvin and the chipmunks three alvin and the chipmunks I... three chipwrecked you know, um, we when we went with the kids to the Ardman film oh. with um, the pirates, pirates, what we call pirates yeah. with Hugh Grant as the pirate. Yes. So was that just Thomas or was Eleni there? I think oh, that that's might a really just... good question. I think it was just Thomas. I think it was, I think just, it was just. I think it was Thomas and Violet. Yeah. I don't, I don't think. I don't remember going to see that with Noel. So Eleni just said she remembers seeing Moana, and we were right. we were interstate. Thomas and I saw Rogue One in one cinema, and um, Janie and Eleni saw Moana. She would have been pretty young there. Um, right. And then Janie came out and said that film wasn't actually too bad, and I was like, "What? A Disney film isn't too bad?" Subsequently, what? there's lots of Disney films. Uh, no, some of the yeah, newer ones. Yeah, I'm not. No, we're we're not much of a. No, Inside no. Out never grabbed you. That's not. Oh, um, a as much as Disney owns them, that's different. That's like, oh, right. that's I'm, Pixar I'm, is different. I'm talking right, right. pure Disney produced right. as opposed to not Pixar underlying gotcha. stuff. Um, yeah. You know, the, we pretty much didn't play any Disney here ever. Still don't like pure Disney stuff. Never did. Yeah. Knew, knew that would consume it elsewhere, but we're like, nah, we'll watch better things with them. Yeah. Sorry. See, I think, Sorry, I think, listeners. I think Justine was of that age though to get that, still be young enough to get like the little mermaid when she was young so little mermaid and then once you're into that then you watch all of the disney yeah Yeah. beauty and the beast is all around the same time and then you know re-releases of cinderella and all of that so she was very well versed way more than i was lion king all of that i didn't i'd never really seen any of those until yeah the, the kids came along and justin was like can we get these Let's watch this. Yeah. You know, a bit, but Pixar was always like the I think the movie I've seen most in my life is probably Finding Nemo because okay. Violet was obsessed. Right. Yeah. And I still think that's the best Pixar movie. Finding Nemo. Yeah. Oh. Big. That's interesting. That's not what? even in my top ten or fifteen. Really? Mm. I just it's just a movie where I've I've watched it so many times I didn't really get tired of it. Okay. Like I did, but you know you have to. I don't. But... I don't think any of our kids have watched any films that many times, and if they oh. have, it would be without us around. Yeah, right. Yeah, the other one Violet was into was Madagascar, which is not great. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. 
but that was one she was obsessed with where I think she broke grandma, broke grandma's spirit with the amount of time she watched yeah. that. I think grandma yeah. might have come for a visit and watched it eight <laughs> times, eight times in eight days, probably. Um, gee, I'm just, I'm, I'm stumped by this question. I, I feel this is, this is the memory issue that I've been talking about right. post COVID, like lots of, and the sudden, I don't know, like I've got old as well. So your memory starts dropping off. But yeah. in the last, in, in the time since I had COVID and had that really sudden loss of words and short-term memory and working memory and all that kind of stuff, there's lots of things that I used to be able to just say that I can't anymore or it takes time. Right. Um, which I find infinitely frustrating. And well, particularly can- about things I feel like I would have known three years ago. Right. Like oh, what, that's... Kid, what films I saw with the kids. I don't like it when you say three years ago because you're three years older than me. Yeah. And that's really yeah, annoying. Well, no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like, oh, it's, it's really different. Next three years. Great. In fact, conversations with you sometimes are even harder. Um, oh. Because not of memory, not remembering things. Yeah. It's because I've usually, I've usually got this general awe of you starting to tell a story. And then telling a story that includes a piece of media or music or something that I know, but then you retell it in a way that is like way better than I know it. And then it brings it to mind. And it's like, ah, oh, Matt's just like painted the picture of that scene in Seinfeld that I'd forgotten existed, but he's quoted it. And now I can see the characters. Right. And so that was always like, that's great when I'm chatting to you. And now there's, this is a really interesting moment. And now there is a, now there, when I'm talking to you. Yeah. I feel like I'm way behind. Right. I feel like in my my speed of thinking up responses and making connections between things we've just talked about has really changed since I had COVID to the point where it messed with my brain. Right. And if I could prove a point, hmm. it sounds like that scene in Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. You know where they use where he's in... In the dream state, yes, uh, and the and the background goes blurry. Yeah, yeah, not not a focus. They just yeah. literally put a weird sort of yeah. film behind him, yeah. and so it's sort of your memory's mm. kind of there, but it's yeah, man, it's not really. I need to watch that movie again. That movie's so good. Maybe I'll show it to you. Ten's last day of there. Yeah, maybe. Um, yeah, it's that kind of thing. Oh, that sucks. Well, can you remember the first movie you saw? Um, at the cinema. Uh, yes, I've got a cut. I, I have very strong memories of being in Adelaide with Dad. Hi, Dad. He's overseas somewhere right now. Oh. Um, we're in Adelaide, uh, Dad and I, visiting um, my yaya and papu. And uh, in that same visit to Adelaide, it was just both of us, we saw two films at the cinema. We saw Empire Strikes Back. Sweet. And we saw Superman. Now, I hope I'm not conflate because dad really liked Superman and I'm pretty sure I nagged him and we went to see Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Um, and then a, a few days later or when we returned to Canberra, I don't know. Now, look, I'm checking when the films came out now. What's well, 1980 for Empire Strikes Back? 1978 for Superman. All right. So we couldn't have seen that. Maybe it was when did Superman 2 come out or Superman 3? Hang on. Superman 2, maybe? Not, yeah, it would have been Superman 2. Yeah, yep, absolutely. Superman 2. Yes. Yeah, um, Dad, Dad said he went to see, I think, Superman just before I was born. That's what he remembers. Right. Yeah. And, oh, yeah, this is the weird one. What? With Zod, General Zod. Yeah, General yeah. Zod. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was I super watched, weird. I watched the crap out of that one. 
it's yeah. not very good. That was one where I watched it later and I was like, oh, this movie's <laughs> terrible. I thought this was the best movie ever. I love Superman too. Um, um, but, you know, that's 1980. Um, right, yeah. I know. I, wow. I, I saw, um, uh, when did The Dark Crystal come out? Mum took my sister and I Oof. to see The Dark Crystal in the cinema, that's... 1982. Right. That was awesome. Yeah. Uh, Ewoks Caravan of Courage. <laughs> Caravan of Courage, yeah, nice. Because I know that didn't come out worldwide, but it did come out in Australia in the cinemas. There was weird different release things. thought that was 84, so it was a bit later. Wait, wait, it didn't come out worldwide? Well, there's something about, like, in some... Look, I'm doing my vague thing here, but yeah. I was looking into, like, oh, I remember seeing Caravan of Courage, and Caravan then in some areas it was like a straight TV that then got released in cinemas oh, or something, right, or straight right. to video got released in cinemas because it was successful. Right. I'm probably totally wrong here. Um, Either way, it, I... ha- it had a big scary man in it. Yes. Did not like him. <laughs> Gremlins, wow. I saw at the drive-in. You saw a lot that was of 84. movies. That, dad, that are... dad, dad, and mum took us to a few films. I went to the drive-in with my dad a bit, and we saw some cool stuff. Gremlins, the Gremlins was awesome at the drive-in. Oh my god, Jesus. I was really scared. That was. Fantastic. I think. I think uh, I went to the drive-ins twice. I have a weird sense memory of it. I don't know what the sense is. Maybe the feeling, the excitement of it, mm. of going to the drive-in, and I think one of the times was ET, but. One time we went and it was a double feature with Ghostbusters yep. and Stir Crazy, a, a Richard Pryor, Gene Wilder movie. And oh, they oh. played and they played Stir Crazy first. Um so I, I saw a Gene Wilder Richard Pryor movie yeah. at the drive-in as well as a double feature. What was it a double feature with? Maybe Ghost- Ghostbusters, maybe nineteen eighty. Maybe E.T. I did yeah. see E.T. as well at Monica Cinemas. I just remember why did they put the sweary police going <laughs> to jail movie on first and so all the kids were asleep by the time Ghostbusters was on? Because I, I slept through Ghostbusters because it was at night and, yeah, I remember my dad like, why did they put the... The the rude movie on first. That makes no sense. All these kids freaking out, being bored because they didn't understand what was going on. How strange. Yeah, the old drive-in. They should have made a bigger comeback during COVID. Yeah. I, I thought but that would no have made... infrastructure for it? Probably not, no. Just set up a big sheet somewhere yeah. and a projector. But, yeah, wow. Wow, you saw some really, I mean, <laughs> explains Goonies? a lot. Saw Goonies at the cinema? Formative movies that you saw oh at the my cinema. God. Goonies at Center Cinema. That was brilliant. When was that? Yeah. 85. Wow. Okay. This is I was quite young. I think my dad just took us to a lot of like comedies. I, I definitely saw Three Amigos. I definitely saw Spaceballs. Saw th- oh, my dad and I saw Three Amigos at yeah. the drive in. Right. I'm pretty sure. I, so that's I, 86 release. That might have taken a year to get to the drive in. I did have a student ask me the other day, like, was I old enough to see the original Star Wars in the cinema? And I said, well, let me tell you, when Return of the Jedi came out, they showed it with Empire Strikes Back. So you got to watch Empire Strikes Back and then Return of the Jedi. And they're like, what was that like? And I was like, I was terrified of the Rancor. Yeah. Terrified. Did not, oh, not happy with that. Watched that through my fingers, basically. But Um, the rest of the movie... 
So Amazing. I did. I definitely saw Return of the Jedi at the cinema. At the, yeah. Sorry, the drive-in. At the drive-in. Definitely. The moment you said wow. that, I remembered that I did. Um, but I also saw Spies Like Us at the drive-in because <laughs> it was the <laughs> second movie. Yeah, Doctor. So when did that come out? 85. Spies Like Us. So Don't I would have been, I would have seen, yep, would have seen, oh my God. I would have wow. seen, that was would have been something on and then that would have been the follow-up film. Yeah. Um, and also, what's that weird spy <laughs> film? I'm not getting anywhere. Naked Gun Guy. Yeah, Leslie but it's Nielsen. Not, yeah, it's a Leslie Nielsen film, but he's not in it. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> like he's got a character in it. It's like it's a film that's like that kind of style. He's not the main like, dude like in it. Like Flying High, like Airplane. Yeah, yeah, no, you. I mean, I had I never saw those, and it was no meeting you that got me to watch those. Top secret. Oh yeah, no, that's um, yeah, no, Leslie, Val Kilmer's in that. Yeah, Val Kilmer. But yeah, I'm Top pretty... Secret was a. We watched was the great. crap out of that one too. Yeah, yeah, that was another one that I'm sure I saw with Dad at the drive-in as the second film. Very like, We were there to see another one, and then there was an. Oh yeah, yeah, it's great. I was yeah. seeing watching clips of it the other night on YouTube. Maybe I was like, oh, yeah, they do a whole scene backwards. Yeah, so strange. Yeah, just because yeah, they excellent. wanted to see if they could. How? Yeah, great. Underwater fights. Yeah, what a great movie. <laughs> yeah, that wow. I don't know. I think I I think once we got the VCR at home, I think that shut down a lot of movie going. I don't remember going to the movies that much after like unless it was like I said, specifically to see comedies with dad. Yeah. Um, I know we saw uh Who Framed Roger Rabbit. That was pretty formative. Um but I also, I don't remember this, but it's a family story of when we went to see the great Muppet Caper. Yeah. And I got dragged by my dad just because I was chucking a tantrum. I don't know what about. <laughs> I, I have no memory. I have no recollection of the 1981. story. 1981. I saw that in the cinema too. Yeah. So I must have been way too young, three or four, and got dragged having a tantrum and dad had to take me out. And so he didn't get to see the last. 40 minutes or something of the movie because I had a meltdown. The Muppet movie. Yeah. So this might be the first film I saw. Oh, right. So it's an, it, it's 1979 release. Yeah. I, I'm, we saw it at the drive-in with family friends at the yeah. Southside drive-in in Canberra. I'm pretty sure not the Starlight Twin that was in North of Canberra. I don't have much memory of it except for we went to see it all so together. drive-ins. Our drive-ins were the best. Yeah. The best. They're probably cheaper too. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't Muppet think movie. Yeah. Twice. So that's probably coming closer. Muppet movie or Empire Strikes Back are probably. And I'm just like, because Muppet movie would have been in cinemas and then hit the drive-in later, whether it was both 1980 or not. Wow. I'm at the limits of memory right now. The limit. There you go. There's the title. <laughs> Oh, that's great. Sounds like Limits a scene of memory. From, wow. Sounds like a scene from <laughs> 2001. I was wondering, I was like, have we said anything yet? That could be the title. I'm not really. Not really. Not but really. now, The Limits of Memory. Um, all right. So that was like 30 minutes or us 35 minutes of us talking about movies and music and stuff like that. Um, I wanted to ask you a, a couple of direct questions. Okay. Um, one I, I heard someone get asked this question. I was like, I'm going to ask Nick this question. Uh -huh. um, but the other question I wanted to talk to you about was you went down to Tasmania. 
yes um in the holidays and you yeah. it looked like you were spending a lot of time by yourself yeah oh being alone how good's that it's really good so tell everyone what does one do if they're you on a free day in in Hobart yeah in Hobart yep what did you what did you do with yourself on a cold and blustery day did lots of different things on one day <laughs> i um i hired an electric bike <laughs> yeah um and bought a bus ticket to the top of um kunanyi mount wellington yeah um so I put my bike on the back of the tour bus drove to the top where it was as they said it'll be about 10 degrees cooler up there than it is here and it was 10 degrees in hobart so it was about <laughs> zero yeah and it was about 40 kilometer an hour winds gusting Jesus. and so it was sub zero yeah um and i'd taken my cycling gloves and my wet weather gear and everything because i kind of planned to do that and then i so i did the ride down wow. rode down the how how high is it i've got to look this up it's over a kilometer high um uh 1271 meters above the city above sea level wow right next to hobart it's just incredible it's so beautiful um and so yeah straight up drive up bit of a tour bus thing which is hilarious and then jumped on the bike so were there any any points of the drive up where you were like oh this will be a bit hairy coming down oh um (laughs) yeah i when I got to Hobart, I was like, I don't know if I have enough time to do this. And then after having an evening there, the next day, um, bef- which was the day before the meeting I was there for, I was like, I went into the bike shop and chatted to the cyclist guy and he was so knowledgeable and yeah. showed me maps and everything. I was like, right, when's the next bus up? And he was like, go check. It's in about an hour or whatever. And so I did that, got my ticket, hide the bike. Um yeah, and then so it was all good until we're going up, and then we went from Hobart <laughs> into rainforest. Like this is cool. Yeah, it's rainforest and it looks cold. <laughs> and then higher again, and the tree line changed, so it oh, went yeah. to snow gums and other like clearly you know um, higher altitude, different climate. Mm-hmm. Then up again through all like rocky, bouldery, and shrubs and stuff. Yeah. Um, and I did the moment I got off the bus, the gust of wind that hit me, I went. To be the, it wouldn't be very nice to have the family find out I got blown off a cliff. <laughs> I mean, but I mean, it, when I was on the bike and riding down, it was never that dangerous. It never felt terrible. Uh, but it was the, it was. I had the the hugest grin on my face. I bet you the kept sending me photos. Down. And you were like, Look, I, here's a pub, yeah. and I was like, oh my god, this is just <laughs> the best thing ever. I can imagine you not even thinking or considering that, yeah. and then being like. I, oh, I bet you there's a fire on in here and I bet you I could stop here, have a drink and then carry on my merry uh, way. When there was on the way up and they're like, here's a little, whatever it was, little pub thing. And um, like, yeah, whatever. But then by the time I, I was riding back down, it's like, yes, this is so good. Had my lunch at this little pub, yeah. looked at the map again and went, okay, Cascade Brewery's there. So right, and and I was riding back down past the rivulet where there's apparently platypuses that are in there, but it's a beautiful little walk just um to the west of Hobart, like out of the CBD. Um, yeah. so I rode back through that way. But yeah, stopped at Cascade Brewery. Did they have any cider on tap? Yes, they had Mercury cider on tap. Thank you. Had one of those. 
right yeah it was that was great and then the sun was going down and yeah it was wonderful i'd never been to never been to hobart tasmania before and it just i loved it yeah good small town vibe but city vibe but australia but not um right is it similar to canberra in that regard um like a different a different compact. country canberra right. spread out canberra right, feels right, like right. it's a city now but it's like spread out this was yeah. like squeeze it into i mean i know the population smaller and everything but all squeeze it into that area so that was right. that was one whole day and another day i spent all at mona the museum of old and new art the whole Fantastic. day and yeah and i mean as i said to you i sent you that one thing i said it's like where i'm in that radiohead computer game museum yeah right and and i could tell like <laughs> there's no like it felt to me like matt would be going no it wouldn't so then i well, took that's that right like a shot I, I... That video will, that tried to replicate it. That'll be the image, right? I will put the image up from the video game. Maybe we can put them side by side. Oh, yeah. I'll do a screenshot of the video game. Because, yeah, Nick sent me a thing. Oh, it's like the Radiohead walkthrough sort of video game. And I was like, okay. And then he sent me the picture. And I was like, hey, that looks exactly like the Radiohead <laughs> walkthrough video game. <laughs> it was so, yeah, it was so good. That were the tunnels. That, were the, the, that was the tunnels opening up into another area that... um. Uh, Adam King, um, one of the previous guests on the show. Yeah. Colleague of mine. Goat Violin. Yeah, Goat Violin. So good. And um, and uh, like it was really cool that Adam and I were texting each other and he was like saying how much he loved those tunnels. And I was like, yeah, they're just, they're so good. Abs, just incredible audio soundscape in underground structured tunnels. Like, oh, ridiculous so... amount of extravagance in that museum. Yeah, I, I, yeah, that was the best advertising for Hobart I've ever had. I was like, <laughs> oh, I've, can we go there now? I want to go. I want to go to there immediately. Oh, just, just the, the insane juxtapositions of of old and new art. Yeah, you're looking at some crazy, crazy painting, and then you turn to the side, and there's like, oh, okay, I'm not sure if I agree with this or morally this is right, but that's a that's a sarcophagus from a mummy over there. That's an Egyptian death mask. Right. And that's a Renoir. And that's <laughs> art and or pornography. Right. And I like it a lot. And <laughs> like, what is, oh, yeah. oh, and I was in a complete state of childlike wonder and yeah. panic the whole time. Like panic. when I realized how big it was, I was right. scared I wouldn't get to gotcha. not just see everything, but to look at everything and experience everything. Um, and I also did the um, Tyrell dome thing. Yeah. So you know when the when that exhibition hit Canberra and that you could go and have the immersive experience. I went in the room that was like yeah. a sensory deprivation chamber, but with yeah. light. So reverse over yeah. over oversaturated. Yeah. 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 We'll get we'll get there. Yeah. And <laughs> they are. Did I did I tell you this story? Uh... I don't think so. They asked me, "Did you want it on soft or hard mode?" I was like, what do you mean? He's like, well, yeah. the soft or hard mode. Uh, the hard mode, it, the strobing lights, which by the oh. way, the strobing lights, the intensity is ramped up and they hit really quickly. And I was like, uh, like, have you done any Terrell stuff before? I'm like, yeah, I went to the exhibition in Canberra and it's, you know, bent to went to the Gantz field thing there and and there was a, another room that had flashy stuff. I, you know, I think I can cope. He's like, okay, 
where I'll put on hard mode. And but it was I paid for it. It was a two part experience. There was that one for twelve minutes, and then you went into this other one. It was seen unseen, and seen was the lie back. Your whole field of view is filled with light, and the unseen is they guide you into a completely pitch black Ooh. experience, and right. then tell you to follow the walls. And they they said, "Shall I describe it to you, or show you a map?" And I'm like, "Show me a map. Show me a map." I have to go down there with my hand on the left wall, and you will eventually hit a, a chair and just sit in that and let it begin. So in one, right. it's like overstimulation of light, yeah, which right. to the, the strobing, I have never experienced such incredible strobing of lights that then change in my life in anything. Right. And just when I, like I was sitting there thinking to myself and smiling, huge grin, I've never experienced anything like this with light, not at any concert I've been to, not to anything. Wow, that's intense. And then the intensity ramped up even more. Wow. And I was just like giggling to myself. <laughs> I was, my body just got completely overwhelmed. It was That yeah. was wonderful. And wow. then in the dark, as I was walking in, I'm like, my brain is going to make stuff up. Yeah. Because when you deprive your brain of any input, it also fills it in and it filled stuff in. And that was fun fun as fun wispy white things right. flying across my vision um trying to orient myself but because there was nothing at all like even when i did the the float tank i was gonna ask you thing, like yeah it wasn't it was way more intense than that oh really cool. way 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 more intense it was so much fun it was really wow. good and then i walked out and then i had to face the world and i was like oh yeah real world like Sucks. my all my senses are filling everything in now and i just experienced this moment of them being overwhelmed that they, they couldn't cope and then did you they get, had nothing did you get um flashbacks when you went to bed i find with like strobes and things like that no it's like if i, I used to when you used to play video games a lot oh yeah um, yes. if i went to bed you would well the first you close your eyes and yeah sort of no no wow no no i want to go to there as well um okay Wow, yeah, it sounded like a lot. Did you, did you get in? <laughs> did you get in trouble at one point? It's always fun getting in trouble. At, oh, um, at, at art galleries. That's right. I was sending you another image you of how trouble. cool things looked. You send me a and video or an image or something. I, and you... I, in fact, I was really annoyed because I started recording a video and then I, it was out of focus, so I like stopped recording. Yeah. And then that one, there was nothing. Like it was half blurred and on my feet and whatever. But then I took a shot, and I think I told you in the photo on the right, you can see somebody working there coming around and he said did you just take a photo of that i was like yep <laughs> which is like why did i say yes yeah <laughs> uh the artist has asked that we don't take photos of that and i said oh okay oh. i'll delete it uh, I'll, I'll delete it and i went in and deleted it and he was like oh thanks for deleting it so i don't know maybe it's i was being too good but in the back of my mind was it's in the trash yeah i've performatively it deleted it and then i got home and i undeleted it i mean i didn't this is just no. a story and it's embellishment for a podcast. Now, this is a problem I have, Nick, is that when you, I, if I didn't ask you that question in mm. my head forever, I would have imagined that the artist was sitting there at the <laughs> time and told you to do that because your yeah. text message says the artist ha said he doesn't want any photos taken. And I thought the mm. artist was there. That's pretty weird. <laughs> And so now I realize it wasn't him and I was stupid to even think that. Why would the artist be there? Is that he's just going to sit there the whole time for the rest of his life? Now you'll have to backtrack to all those stories yeah. that you told your friends about your friend that was told by the artist not to take photos. Uh, go, down, go down there. The artist just sits there his entire <laughs> life. He must be part, it must be part of the experience. Is that the artist? 
he's watching you watch his art. I don't know. That's really crazy. Oh wow. All right. Well, I'm gonna let you go because you've got you're gonna watch Matildas very soon. I am gonna watch the Matildas, yeah. But I've got a question for you. Oh yeah, the question. The the, the hard question. Yeah. Uh this is how are you different <laughs> from how people perceive you? <laughs> as soon as I saw that question, I was like, oh, I'm asking Nick that question. <laughs> we might have to pause for a second to unpack it. Oh, I'll read it again. I'm... How are you different from how people perceive you? I'm trying to come up with an interesting answer for that and not just saying the same thing I always say. Well, what's the boring Actually, answer? The boring answer is that I feel like I'm not that person. Uh-huh. I, I always feel like I'm not the... Like if I'm talking about work, I, I, I feel like I'm not the person when people say, hey, that was really cool when you did that or... Yeah, but you know I, it's cool when they did that, when you I, did that. You, I, you intentionally made it cool. And you hoped that they would react that way. I, but I don't always. I, 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 I feel to myself like I'm forever falling into competence. And, and even though that phrase, I know, is completely misleading to myself. I often feel that around things that I'm better than average at. Or that people see and learn things from. I don't know. I wish I had more intentionality in lots of stuff. Hmm. I may maybe people feel there is a much more intention behind what I do than what there actually is. And so, planning and thought. So, what do you mean exactly by f- you said falling into competence? <laughs> what What do you mean? In- um, like you um, just you half ass it, and then it comes across as competent. Uh, yeah, but I wouldn't even say half-ass it. Like, there's lots, lots of times I catch myself saying things or doing things, and I'm like, oh, I didn't plan to say that, but that sounded smart, or that sounded the right thing to say at the time. But I mean, we've talked before how I've always got another voice running in my head, the meta narrative. I mean, everyone does, right? Nope. Um, no. Okay. I don't think so. I, I, so I'm, I'm always, um interrogating what i've just said and how i've said it yeah thought Um, thought tetris yes yeah that's great thought tetris that's that's great as well um and it's more intense in situations where i'm trying to have formal conversations and stuff yeah um even more so um and i maybe i'm learning a little i'm learning to use that a little bit better Um, yeah but again it's the it's the same thing do you ever perceive that in other people that they're having a, their own meta narrative? Not really. So either like you're having it, but it's invisible to everyone else, mm. invisible to you, and no one else can see it, but they might be having their meta meta narrative, but you don't consider that like what. Did they just come up with those words, or are they falling backwards? Are they falling into their competence as well? So I don't know. I mean, strangely enough, to no one, I know exactly what you're talking about. Mm. 
that you go, yeah, but that, like you said, the intentionality of like, yeah, but you you don't know what it could have been if I put more into it. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah, but that's that's a deficit model, Nick. <laughs> that's not growth mindset. <laughs> I didn't like that question. <laughs> no, that, that's why. I, that you really, like my heart rate is changed and everything. That's why. That make for good listening. That's why I knew that I would ask you that question yeah. because I thought, oh, that's, that question sucks for someone who's got a meta-narrative running around in their head. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that, yeah. You're, you're right, Nick. That was a really boring answer. <laughs> <laughs> How boring was that? <laughs> so what do you, what's a more interesting answer? Because uh, it's kind yeah, of like know. you yeah, have to judge, know. you yeah. have to sort of say what, how people view you. That might not be true. That's the, then, that's the uncomfortable bit, right? That's the uncomfortable bit. Yeah. Asking, yeah. yeah. Like how do people view you? That's probably wrong. What yeah. you think, how they view you. And then saying, no, what what you think they view you as, this is what's wrong about how they view you. It's like, whoo. Okay. So here's a here's a good follow-on because yeah. it has to be. It, um, so the <laughs> other thing I did when I was in Hobart is I caught up with two um, old friends. Um, right. And one of them I had not – I don't think we've spent any time together since 1993 and only wow. occasional – messages and that kind of stuff online not not much yeah. but when i knew i was going to hobart i messaged and said are you still living near hobart do you want to catch up um which was wonderful um because we were really good friends in high school and so i had a few questions that i wanted to ask and one of them was um what do you remember of me in high school yeah right um, because the narrative I tell myself and that I, when I say to students, when they ask me why I'm a teacher, um, because really, I really, it was a lot of falling into it. Right. Um, um, and doing things just because, you know, I was good at Questacon and so I was good at explaining things. So yeah, anyway. Um, and, and I said, because I, I want to know what you remember of me because I, ha I hated high school. Right. I didn't like being there. I have very few really good memories of it. I have a lot of bad memories. I know we store and reinforce the bad memories. Yeah. And and um then I was given memories of like us having time in science class and science was fun and that um uh myself and some friends did some crazy drama performances that incorporated consoles and stuff, like gaming consoles and things. Yeah. And that they were funny and um, you know, just other little memories, which are things that, you know, in the moment, of course, other people remember that stuff and yeah. you don't store About away. You. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. And so I've been running the narrative of I'm trying to make high school better for the kids that don't like being there. Right. Giving them something at some stage, not all the time, because that's impossible, but giving them some memory whilst neglecting the fact that other people maybe didn't see me having a shitty time right? and that there were fun times, which I know there were, but they're not stored away. No. So. So you got like a photo album of like high school, of the yeah. year of high school. And you're like, that's yeah. here, here are the memories and they're all fairly negative. Yeah. I think though, and I mean, maybe I, I don't think, maybe I'm just saying this, off the top of my head, but 
I think that age, though, is so much awkwardness and shame mm-hmm. and mm. and fear and that concept of everyone's noticing all the mistakes you make and yes. remembering and rem- they will remember yeah, this. And, and Yeah, but it's just you. It's yeah. just you at the centre of your own world, Yeah, not realising everyone else is at the centre of their own world. Yeah, and it's it's often you go, oh, people tell stories from high school and you're like, I don't remember that. They tell like an embarrassing story. Remember when that happened to me? And you're like, no. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. So everyone would have remembered a pivotal moment. And you're like, no. Nah. So what was that question again that I answered in a totally boring way? How are you different from how people perceive you? Yeah, just it's the simple answer yeah. is I'm not, I, I don't have as much organization and intent in what I think it appears I do. Huh. I, I think I manage to, in the moment, put things together yeah. that end up being interesting to listen to or a good part of a conversation. And, hmm. um, yeah. Yeah, I don't think people actually care about organization <laughs> and intent. You know what I mean? Yes, okay. Like I, yeah. I know what you're saying. I know exactly yeah. what you're saying. But people just like the product. They don't go yeah. you didn't go into the art gallery and be like, well, like did they is this the best they could have done? Yeah, I do actually. Oh, you do? I do. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's that's why, that's why I like that's why my favorite things are like if you can if there's narrative about how they were made or the process or you can see the process in the art. I love that. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I I love it when you can like, oh man, this artist is super keen on like texture and brush strokes and I need to get really close. Like I yeah. do the thing where you're scared the beep's going to go off. Because <laughs> I'm not looking at the whole image now. I'm looking at like that's, that's how's that I'm, done. I'm turning to my right here the um my favorite painting. I'm going to just turn my the one that's up above my bed. Yeah, can't see it. It's uh, Grace Cossington Smith's oh yellow interior. I think yeah, yeah. But it's all done with brush like padding. There's yeah. no lines to it. And the closer you get, the more amazing it is. And when it's when it's actually at the art gallery you yeah. can get really close i i haven't set off the sensors yet <laughs> and I, I get really yeah. close to it and that, that i'm the same like wow that is so cool like when someone can just go all right i'm gonna create this image without using any kind of structure to it yeah because you can get close to it but yeah i don't look at it and go she could have done a better job oh like, okay but you're right <laughs> Like yeah, would, like I the would... product's important and the, yeah. the way yeah. she did it was important, but I don't, it's not like, oh, I wonder, I mean, maybe I should think like, I wonder if she's happy with it, right? Why not? Yeah. I, we'll leave on this thought because it, it yes. keeps this, there's a thought that keeps spinning around in my head, which is like, when people make the art, they have no concept of where it will go. So, like music in particular. You know, like Elvis records a song in 1955 or something in Sun Records. He has no concept that in like 80 years time, someone's going to be walking along with headphones in their ears, listening to it on a portable phone. 
like halfway around the world. Like no concept. He's like, yeah. I'm gonna hopefully this sells a couple around the neighborhood. Mm. Like it's so that it keeps getting stuck in my head of like people write stuff and they're like, I hope this is successful. Do they think, oh, I hope someone in 160 years in another yeah. country is reading a translated version of it? Like that mm. stuff just freaks me out. I mean, Shakespeare did. Yeah. He actually wrote how good he was. <laughs> which is amazing when you think about yeah, it to yeah, actually yeah. write about how good you are and you know my words will live on because i'm really yep. great that's, that's some confidence and to be yes. true to be right about it is even crazier yeah but yeah that's that's something i i can never understand because you know people make it and they go i hope it's going to be a hit i hope it's going to be successful yeah but i don't think they conceptualize I, I mean, I'm sure some will now because they can see that, you yep. know, like, oh, this has been around for that long. This movie is 100 years old and people still watch it. So will people still watch my movie in 100 mm. years? But they didn't have that concept because yeah, especially at the start of art movements, no way did they go, oh, yeah, that painting's pretty good. <laughs> da Vinci was like, this Mona Lisa lady, I couldn't get a smile right. Ah, oh, whatever. Yeah, you can have it. Put it up in your gallery, whatever. They won't be still looking at it. Stupid. You know, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I can laugh at a Mona Lisa joke. That was a pretty obvious one to make. Well, it's just like the most <laughs> priceless artwork, right? <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so glad we came, I came into this with no notes. Yeah. I have one question. <laughs> and that was I it. I wish we could record a time lapse of how much I wriggled during that. Even watching myself on the webcam, I was like, oh, my God, <laughs> his body's expressing his. Oh, yes. All right. Well, that's it, Nick. I will say Bye. more than any podcast I can remember, that was an incredible shift in air. <laughs> <It was. laughs>